All right, so uh, we got to talk about this again. We got to talk about this. Y'all see what's on your screen. Y'all see what's on your screen. The Biden administration likely to provide U.S. citizenship to over 500,000 Indians. And no, we are not talking about Native Americans. We are talking about all of Kamala Harris's relatives from the country of India. Says the Biden administration will support family-based immigration and preserve family unification as a core principle of the U.S. immigration system, which includes reducing the family visa backlog. Says U.S. President-elect Joe Biden will work towards providing a roadmap uh, to American citizenship for nearly 11 million undocumented immigrants. So not only are we getting 500,000 people from India, we're going to give citizenship to 11 million undocumented immigrants, y'all. So it says uh, U.S. elect U.S. President-elect Joe Biden will work towards providing a roadmap to American citizenship for nearly 11 million undocumented immigrants, including over 500,000 from India, and will also establish a minimum admission number of 95,000 refugees annually. So we're going to get some refugees on top of all of this, y'all. As a largely immigrant community, but in some cases with American roots reaching back generations, Indian Americans know firsthand the strength and resilience that immigrants bring to the U.S., to, to the United States of America, according to a policy document issued by the Biden campaign. <sighs> says uh, Biden will immediately begin working with Congress to pass legislative immigration reform that modernizes our system with a priority on keeping families together by providing a roadmap to citizenship for nearly 11 million undocumented immigrants, including more than 500,000 from India. The Biden administration will support family-based immigration and preserve family unification as a core principle of the U.S. immigration system, which includes reducing the family visa backlog. Goes on to say, and he will increase the number of refugees we welcome into this country by setting the annual global refugee admission target to 125,000. Oh, Jesus. And seek to raise it over time commiserate with our responsibility, our values, and the unprecedented global need. He will also work with Congress to establish a minimum admissions of 95,000 refugees annually. Mm-hmm. Says Biden will remove the uncertainty for dreamers by reinstating DACA, which stands for Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Program, and explore all legal options to protect their family from inhumane separation. And he will end, oh, listen to this. And he will end workplace raids and other and protect other sensitive locations from immigration enforcement actions. Oh, Jesus. He's basically going to put a stop to ICE. So you over here working, you're in this country illegally and you're working, they're not going to be enforcing raids. Mm, mm, mm. Ah. Let me get down. Let's read on. It says, launched by the Obama administration, the DACA is an immigration policy that allows some individuals with unlawful presence 
in the U.S. after being brought to the country as children to receive a renewable two-year period of deferred action from deportation and become eligible for a work permit in the U.S. DACA recipients are often referred to as DREAMers to be eligible for the program. To be eligible for the program, recipients cannot have felonies or serious misdemeanors on their record. The Trump administration moved to end the DACA program in 2017 and was ultimately blocked by the Supreme Court from doing so. Even so, his administration scaled back the program and pledged to end it, leaving thousands of program beneficiaries in limbo. Biden will also restore and defend the naturalization process for green card holders, the policy said. It says employment-based visas, also known as green cards, allow migrants to gain lawful permanent residence in the U.S. in order to engage in skilled work. Biden will increase the number of visas offered for permanent work-based immigration based on macroeconomic conditions and exempt from any cap recent graduates of Ph.D. programs in STEM. He will first he will support first reforming the temporary visa system for high skill specialty jobs to protect wages and workers then expanding the number of visas offered and eliminating the limits on employment-based green cards by country, which have kept so many Indian families in waiting for too long. The Biden administration um, says it will also repeal Donald Trump's Muslim ban. President Trump has imposed a controversial travel ban, often referred to by critics as a Muslim ban, on several Muslim countries, including Iran and Syria through a series of executive orders. Biden will rescind Trump's Muslim ban on day one and reverse the detrimental asylum policy that, that are causing chaos and a humanitarian crisis at our border. All right, so, oh, Jesus. There, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So this is, what, this is what a lot of black folks have voted for. You guys have essentially voted for people coming to replace you in the workforce not only have you not only are you out there celebrating and cheering on the fact that you want upwards of 11 million 11 million undocumented workers uh, workers 11 million undocumented immigrants aka illegal immigrants which most of them are coming through the southern border from these latin countries these people, what do you think 11 million immigrants are going to do to the economy, y'all? What do you think they're going to do? They're all going to go down to the grocery store, buy Powerball tickets, and win the lottery and just, just live the good life? No, they are going to be out there. These 11 million undocumented immigrants, illegals, they're going to be out there taking your jobs. All these low-skilled jobs. They're going to be out there taking your jobs. And guess what? They don't even have to worry about being rounded up because um, in this article, let me see where I can find it. Uh, give me a second. Hey, in this article, it says they're going to end workplace raids. So you got 11 million people who ain't even supposed to be in this country working low-level jobs, whether they're picking fruit, they're building houses, they're working at factories plucking feathers off of chickens whatever you know jobs that low skill black people could probably do cuz i don't want to hear this crap about how black people don't do these jobs no 
I want to say about a year or two ago, they had raided some factories. I can't remember what state. It was somewhere in the Midwest, maybe maybe in the South. I want to say it was more. I think it was in the South. They had raided one of these factories, rounded up all the illegals. And guess what? The factory turned around and hired a bunch of black people. And this happened uh, quite a few times. Now you got 11 million undocumented people that they just finna let stay into the come into the country, stay in the country, work their jobs. And then guess what? They don't have to fear workplace raids. They just go to work, do what they do. Meanwhile, you're going to be out here talking about what you doing for black people's where the jobs at. So that's just the low level workers. Now we have 500,000 from India about to come over here and essentially do the the same thing to a certain extent to the so-called high skill workers. And you're like, what are the high skill workers? Everybody that works in STEM. You see this right here? These jokers are finna come flood Silicon Valley. Matter of fact, go to Silicon Valley right now. That place is dominated by Asians. And India is a part of Asia, in case you didn't know. That place is dominated by Asians out there, white people and Asians, right? Um, The thing about this is they're going off of they're using what is called the H-1B visa. Now, I know you guys have heard of H-1B-1. There's actually a difference between the two. Let me go ahead and explain what the difference is. So H-1B-1, this allows qualified professionals to temporarily live and work in the United States, right? Temporarily. It says the crucial difference between the two types of visas I know y'all can't read this. I'm going to read it to y'all. It says the crucial difference between the two types of visas is the foreign nationals intent for coming to the U.S. The H-1B visa category allows for dual intent where the foreign national will be will be coming to work in a professional position temporarily while also intending to immigrate to the U.S. The H-1B1 visa applicant, however, has to demonstrate that he or she does not intend to immigrate to the U.S. So you go with the H-1B-1, you're just coming over here to work temporarily, and then after your contract's over, you're supposed to go back home. H-1B-1, they're coming over here to work with the promise of getting citizenship to the United States. That, that's that's the thing. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Zachariah for the $5 uh, super sticker. Appreciate that. Yeah, if y'all want to donate to the cause, feel free to do cat PayPal super chat, all that wonderful stuff. All right. So the Indians, they finna come over here with the H1B1 visa. And Biden is like, Yeah, come on over. You get full citizenship. Now, some people are like, Well, what's the problem with that? Well, here's the problem with this, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just say you work in tech like I do. Let's just say you go out there, you're trying to apply for a job and this job pays on average. I don't know. Like, let's just say it pays on average, like $75,000. That's like the average pay for this, whatever particular job you're going for. That's the going rate. Right. What happens is when you get all these Indians that come over here that are about to come over here on these H-1B visas, or even the H-1B ones, but now specifically with the H-1B visa, these tech companies, they're going to be incentivized to 
lower the pay rate, meaning a job that might have a going rate for like $75,000 to do the job. Well, guess what? You're going to have an influx of people who want to come to the U.S. by any means necessary to where these companies will, will be like, hey, uh, we'll pay you $50,000 to do the job. You think these Indians are about to turn down an opportunity to come to the U.S. to do a job for $50,000 with the promise of getting full citizenship? Like, you think they're really going to contest that? Meanwhile, you and I are out here looking around at the market and we're like, wait a second. The market dictates that this job traditionally pays around $75,000. So now they're just coming through and they're going to flood the market. It's going to be an influx of 500,000 people joining STEM or whatever. And I heard this is going to take place in the trucking industry, too. So it's not just it's not just a, a thing for STEM. I hear a lot of Indians are getting into the trucking industry. So they're going to come over here and just, uh, you know, bring the rates down. So you might be used to making, I don't know, 40, 50 bucks an hour. They'll be like, hey, I'll do it for 20 to 25 dollars an hour. And guess what? And guess who big tech and all these people are going to go with? They're going to go with the uh, the person who's going to do it for cheap. Because, you know, companies are in the business of making money. They want to pay you as little as possible and get as much up out of you as possible at the same time. And all they have to do is dangle the promise of citizenship in front of these people's faces. And these people will come over here and they will do these jobs at a much cheaper rate than a than a citizen of this country already and this is what you guys voted for but you guys but a lot of black folks who voted for biden they don't they apparently they don't see the scene they don't seem to understand the issue with this uh, this is going to directly affect your bottom line it's going to directly affect you you're going to school trying to get all this education get all these certifications because you want to go out there and make the big bucks and that's cool keep doing your thing don't stop but just understand what's going to happen here. You're going to be going up against a literal army of people who are willing to do the same job you're training for at damn near half the rate. My man, Marcelo, hold up. And it's already happening. Marcelo says, yeah, AT&T in Dallas and Texas has a lot of them. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. And look. These aren't they're not just sending over some 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 Joe Blow people. Listen, let me let me tell you guys something. So when I was in Kuwait and Afghanistan, I was in Kuwait 2006, 2007, and I was in Afghanistan 2010, 2011. We had a bunch of people from India and Pakistan working on these U.S. military bases. I remember when I was in Kuwait, I was going to the PX. PX stands for Post Exchange, basically the little store on base. And uh, the dude was ringing my stuff up at the register. So I asked this dude, I was like, so what country are you from? He was like, I'm from, uh, I think he said he was from Pakistan or something like that. So I was like, so why are you working here? I mean, I was like, like, what's the deal? Well, anyways, turns out old buddy had a master's degree in economics, but he was working a cash register in the middle of a desert, in the middle of the desert on an army base, ringing up, you know, people's items at, at the PX. So I asked him, I was like, why are you doing this? He was like, well, we ain't got no opportunities in my country. We can go get highly educated. 
but it's very limited opportunities. So it's like, I got this degree, but I can't really use it. Now, if this guy could trade places with me, he would have trade, traded places with me in a heartbeat to come over to America and try to get it popping. You know what I'm saying? So you got this same thing going on with these dudes because Biden, look, it says right here, Biden will increase the number of visas offered for permanent work-based immigration based on macroeconomic conditions and exempt from any cap recent and, and exempt from any cap recent grads of PhD programs. Dude, they're bringing people over here with PhDs, y'all. They're trying to they're trying to bring people over here who got PhDs. Look, I got two master degrees. I got a master degree in IT and an MBA. These jokers got more education than me. They finna come over here and try to get it popping. So they're not bringing some that listen, it, it's it's funny because on one end, they're allowing tens of millions of of highly undereducated people to come across the southern border. That's on one end. Then on the other end, they're out here advocating for super highly educated people to come over here and start working these tech jobs, you know, things that you all need to be thinking about getting involved in somehow, some way. Now, granted, I know y'all are like, man, they're going to take all that. Look, there's going to be tech jobs from here until, until we run out of electricity. You know what I'm saying? You guys got to, you guys got to really understand this. Tech is not going anywhere. Tech, there will always be a tech job somewhere. The issue that's going to come about is what type of tech job will you be able to compete for? That's going to be the issue. Are you going to be out? Are you going to be able to get you a coding job? Cause you go try to go. If you try to, you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to move to Silicon Valley and get a coding job. You're going to have some stiff competition from India and China out there in Silicon Valley. You want to go into database development, which I'm currently learning about. You're going to have some stiff competition from a lot of these Indians. Ask my man sub zero. He I'm taking one of his courses now. And he, he's been he's been doing database development for like a decade now. You want to do some networking type of stuff? You're going to have some you're going to run up into some issues as well with that. Like they, they come in all over the place from every angle. What's up? Keep it techie. So the, these are some of the things you got to understand. This is what y'all have voted for. And don't don't come in here with this. Oh, you you just hating because Trump Trump might lose. No, it's not. A, it's it, like I said on the last broadcast. I don't think a lot of people were actually paying attention to who they who they were allowing into the door because you were so obsessed with trying to kick one person out. You weren't paying attention to who was about to come in and who's about to come in is Biden with over 500,000 Indians with a gang of them having master degrees and PhDs who are going into the STEM field when they get here or they're going into the trucking industry, followed by tens of millions of illegal immigrants who are finna come across that border and start working these low level jobs. And let's not, and like I say, don't think that it's just going to be a bunch of Hispanics picking fruit in the fields. No, you're going to have some there. You're going to have some that are building houses. Like I told you about the house that was being built across the street from where I live. Uh, well, it's already built up, but when they were building it, I saw nothing but Hispanics out there. I saw one black dude out there the entire time. One, he was out there for one day helping to set up some bricks. I ain't seen him since. You know what I'm saying? Like I haven't. Well, any any, any other team that they brought in to do whatever, I, I didn't see any. I didn't see any black folks. 
and that's just standard around the state of at least in my area i never see i rarely see black folks uh uh doing this the only time i really see black folks is if they're doing some landscaping stuff and then they have stiff competition with the hispanics i got a hispanic dude now <laughs> but i had a black dude when i used to live in my other house i had a black dude but the black dude he uh, actually died of a heart attack like he was cutting my neighbor's grass one day and he, he fell out i think he was suffering from heat stroke fell out and passed out and uh died you know what i'm saying this happened like uh, about 18 months ago or something like that or maybe a little longer i don't know but this this but anyways th this is what's happening this is what's happening y'all you have you have opened the doors to this all because orange man bad orange man racist that's all you focused on. You didn't focus on any of this other stuff. And I don't know people didn't focus on it because they just they, they, they just chose, chose to ignore it. Maybe a lot of black folks just didn't just legit don't understand it. So when you're out here now, now, listen, you combine all of this with the potential of future lockdowns coming into place, because there was a report that I heard that Joe Biden, he wants to go into lockdown mode. Now, understand Joe Biden cannot, the president cannot enforce a lockdown on all, on all 50 states. He can only control federal property. Lockdowns are controlled by the governor, right? Only the governor, who is the quote-unquote quote unquote president of his state or the top dog of his state, that person can only control lockdowns. But what the president can do, the president can restrict federal funding to a state if they choose not to lock down. So I live in the state of Florida. We got a Republican governor, Governor DeSantis. He beat uh, your man's um, your man's Andrew Gillum. <laughs> he beat Gillum for the for the governorship, uh, the gubernatorial race. If DeSantis says, "Hey, I don't care what Biden's talking about. We finna keep the Florida economy open," Biden could be like, "All right, y'all can do that. We're just gonna restrict federal funding to the state." And then you know we'll see what happens and how how that plays out. So that's how that works. So you compound that all these immigrants on undocumented and those coming over here trying to get citizenship by way of an H-1B visa. You add that to the fact that there are uh, potential lockdown, mandatory lockdowns coming because, you know, they want to get this 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 Kung flu under control. Well, that's just going to wreak havoc for a lot of black folks. Because it's like, let's just say you out there struggling to get a job. You low skill or you high skill. Don't, doesn't even matter. You're low skill or you're high skill, right? You out there trying to get a job. What sense would it make for an employer to hire you as a black American or just an American in general? But, you know, since, since we're talking about black folks, what sense would it make when we already know you're expecting as a natural born citizen or just a citizen of this country, you're expecting a certain standard of pay, whether you're making minimum wage or you got you got some education and your job says, hey, we're going to start you off around 20, 25, 30 bucks an hour or whatever the case may be. What what sense would it make to pay you when, OK, you want minimum wage? Minimum wage is like what? Seven, eight bucks. Why pay you that? I can just go get Pablo and them pay them like three, four, five dollars under the table. I ain't got to worry about ice. The federal government ice running up in my spot, snatching up all my workers. I ain't got to pay Pablo and them health care benefits. I ain't got to do nothing. Just pay them under the table. 
Why would I need to hire Dequarius and, and, and Bonquisha? Or if you're a high skill worker working in tech or whatever, why would I need to pay you 30, 40 bucks an hour when I can just go get me Habib and pay him like 15, 20 bucks an hour to do the same thing? And Habib is going to do it because Habib wants to come to this country and get citizenship because this is the best thing smoking in his life. Ain't nothing popping in. Ain't nothing popping over there in India like that unless you were unless you were born into a unless you were born high class. For those of you who know what I'm talking about, Game of Thrones reference, uh, uh, low born, high born. You know, they got a caste system over there. In case you guys know how a caste system works. C-A-S-T-E. Basically, whatever economic status you were socioeconomic status you were born into you're kind of stuck there in america you can move you can move up cast meaning you could be born dirt poor in america and mess around and become a damn billionaire and it's happened jeff bezos is an example of that born to a single mama she was on welfare the whole shebang jeff bezos is the richest man in the world right now so it's it's highly possible in all these other countries, you can't really get it. A lot of countries, you can't get, go out there and get it like that, especially India. India is one of those countries. So Tyler Perry is another example. Born broke, now he's a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? So in America, you can do those things. So all these Indians with these, these PhDs, that's cool. They're highly educated, but depending upon what caste they were born into, it's like, you know, your PhD might be useless if you can't utilize it. But you come over to America, you can get it popping over here. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want to talk about the refugees. They say they want to let like 95,000 refugees in annually. You're like, oh, what's wrong with that? You know, they're, they're escaping war-torn countries, yada, yada, yada. It's like, yeah, yeah, they might be, but are they doing thorough background checks? Is everybody a refugee? How do we know it's not some potential terrorist trying to sneak in as well? That was one of the concerns that was going on when they was letting all these refugees in here. There's like, are they thoroughly vetting these people? Like, like who was, who was coming over here? So we got these things to think about, y'all. Shout out to Karen Bell. I'm, you know, I'm just putting this out there. So my man Black said, what should black men do? Well, first thing you need to do is stop voting Democrat. <laughs> That's the first thing you need to do. You need to get your mind right around these politics. That's what you need to do. You need to, you need to stop being led by your feelings with these politics. Stop looking for white people to give you a hug and a pat on the head. Stop, stop trying to get white folks to change what's in their heart. No, you need to focus on what's on these policies. Like we keep talking about Trump, orange man, bad, orange man, racist. I don't give a rat's how Trump feels about black people. I really don't care. I don't believe he's racist. I believe he's a straight up nationalist. Not national, you know, most of y'all, when most of y'all hear the term nationalist, y'all think of a white nationalist. No, I think he's just a nationalist in terms of he is one of these people who wants America to win, period. And he's a super capitalist, if you can't tell. So he believes in making money and he wants America to win. 
That, I mean, I legit believe that about the dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know how anybody can mistake it for anything else, especially if you've if you known anything about Donald Trump over the last 20, 30 years. He's been always about making money and trying to make more money. And there's nothing wrong with that because he I'm pretty sure he hires. Or, you know, I don't know how it is now, but, you know, before he became president, I'm pretty sure he's hiring thousands and thousands of people. And I'm pretty sure there was a whole bunch of black people in there, too, getting paid, too. He's a businessman. That's right. But you guys need to treat politics like a business. And right now, I just believe a lot of black people who voted for Biden and Kamala, they, they weren't paying attention to the business deal. They just went in there, orange man bad. We got to get him out. But you didn't look at the, the fine print over here from what this dude's trying to do. Because he's this dude is bringing in, he wants to bring in a whole bunch of people that can potentially replace you in the job market at a much lower price. Than what the what the what you what you are uh, accustomed to or what you believe you should be getting paid. Like I say, you believe you should be getting paid seventy thousand dollars. How are you gonna compete against somebody who's coming over here who's willing to do it for forty or fifty thousand dollars with the promise of becoming an American citizen at the end of the deal? How are you gonna compete with that? So what you need to do, you need to stop supporting these out of control nutcase Democrats. And I say the same thing with Republicans if they start talking crazy like this too. But you need to start paying attention to politics beyond the feels factor. Start reading the fine print on this stuff. What are these people really saying? Like stop being, stop letting racial topics steer your political ideologies and beliefs. Like, like just stop it. I don't know how Negroes have been falling for the same dog and pony show for like 40, 50 years now. When politicians come up, all they got to do is just talk to you about some racism crap. Or Democrats just got to talk to you about some racism crap. Tell you that Republicans are bad and they're racist. And you just throw your entire weight behind Democrats blindly. You don't even want to hear anything else. They just come around you, come to the, come to the black church, put on a little southern accent. Go eat them some 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 greens and some fried chicken and cornbread with you one time. Talk about some racist stuff. Oh, the cops, they racist, systemic racism, Republicans, yada, yada, yada. And guess what? You just totally discard everything else. Yep. Republicans racist. That's all I need to know. White man, orange man, bad orange man, racist. You don't even look at the fine print for anything else that's going on. And the fine print with your man Biden is he's going to bring in all the Kamala relatives because Kamala Harris, she got sworn in as the first Indian in uh, the U.S. Senate. She didn't get sworn in as the first black. Uh, she didn't get sworn in as a black woman. She got sworn in as the first Indian American. These are all Kamala Harris's people, y'all. They finna come over here and turn up. They got the green light. And what you going to do to stop them? One of their people is about to become the VP. What you gonna do to stop that? How you gonna tell? How you how you gonna how you gonna tell them these Indians can't come over here and do what they do? They be like, wait a second, you guys got an Indian as the vice president. Now get out of here with this crazy talk. But y'all don't read the fine print, so you got to read the fine print. Stop being led by your emotions. But for four years, y'all have been led by your emote. Y'all have let these Looney Tune pasty liberals 
just drag y'all like they, they've been walking y'all like little dogs on leashes for the past four and a half years. Y'all have let these pasty liberals put leashes around your neck and walk you up and down the street, barking at anything that that uh that was Trump related or had to do something with racism and just totally ignoring the fine print from the Democratic Party, which includes allowing 11 million undocumented immigrants to come over here. Another 95,000 refugees to come over here. And 500,000 highly educated Indians to come over here permanently on the H-1B visa, not the H-1B one, the H-1B. For those of you who don't know, H-1B one means you can come over here and work temporarily until that contract ends. Once the contract ends, you got to pack your bags up and go back to your home country. H-1B one means you get to come over here and work until they give you a green card and make you a full-blown citizen. Now, I'm not totally against that because at least they're doing it the legal way. They're coming over here the legal way. But the problem is all you educated Negroes with all your degrees and all this crap, especially those of us who work in STEM, how you going to compete when you got PhDs coming over here and they know the stuff just as good as you. They just don't have the opportunity to implement it in their country like they do over here because Silicon Valley is, is where it's cracking. If you work in tech, Silicon Valley is the mecca of the tech world. So what you going to do when these Asians, because Indian Indians are Asians. India is a part of Asia, in case you didn't know. So what you going to do if you don't have those skills and you're a low-level worker, how you going to compete with, with Anna Marie, Juan, and Pablo? Because they ain't, all of them ain't going to be out there picking fruit. They're going to be doing construction projects, all kind of crap, to where they start building that stuff up and taking over. They're going to stack their cheese up from, from building houses and come buy your block up because they're going to have the money. And they're doing it now to a certain extent. So what you going to do is what y'all voted for. So that's the first thing you need to do, black introvert. Stop voting off of your feels because, because Negroes is, is, is uh, in desperate need of a hug and a pat on the head from white society. Vote looking at the fine print of what these people are actually talking about. Trump was out here promising to give you Negroes half a trillion dollars. Opportunity zones, increasing the funding to HBCUs and, and all that crap. That wasn't good enough, which I didn't understand, especially when you got all these clowns out here talking about we need to get some black economics on it. Think about this, y'all. We've been hearing Negroes on YouTube and just regular life talking about, I'm going to start a business, black economic empowerment. They had a million man march a few years ago. Remember part two? They was out there talking about economic empowerment. How are you going to vote against the dude that's in favor of economic empowerment? And you're like, what do you mean? Well, aside from him wanting to inject $500 billion into the black economy through economic means, meaning if you got your paperwork right to start a business, it was pretty much damn near guaranteed you was going to get a loan. 
That's that's what the platinum plan was about. It wasn't about just handing regular Negroes a check. It's about, all right, put your business paperwork together, your business plan, yada, yada, yada. We're going to pump some money into your business. We got these opportunity zones. You open up business in the hood, we'll give you a cut on, we'll, we'll reduce your taxes or something like that. And then on top of that, Trump lowered the corporate tax rate. What, it, he knocked it down from like 35% to like, what, 20-something percent? But you turn around and you want to vote for a dude who wants to raise corporate taxes. So how you how you got the audacity to sit around here and talk about you want to be a business owner, but you are in favor of voting for somebody who wants to tax your business more money? Like, do you not understand how this works? Businesses don't open up because they want to pay more in taxes. They want to get. They want to pay as little in taxes as humanly possible because after it's after this all said and done, because what happens is once you make all your money, right, they calculate all the expenses that is associated with running your business and then they tax the uh, the profits off your business. If you got lower taxes on your pro on your profits, most business owners take that money and reinvest it into their business. That's how they're able to hire new people. That's how they're able to upgrade to some, some newer equipment. You don't really see too many small business owners out there running around buying Lamborghinis and, and, and the top of the line whips. Or, or I just have a closet full of Gucci shoes and red bottom shoes all over the place. They take that money and reinvest it into their businesses, right? But you want to vote for the dude who wants to increase the tax rate. Especially if your business, the profits from your business are doing more than $400,000 a year. And that's a lot of businesses. Because I know when y'all hear the $400,000 a year, most of y'all are probably thinking, man, ain't no job paying me $400,000. Man, they're talking about business owners like that too. I got an uncle that falls into that category right now. My uncle does Amazon deliveries. Y'all know them little blue trucks that be driving around doing Amazon deliveries? My uncle has his own business doing that. He owns like 40 freaking trucks in the state of Florida where he's about to start trying to invest to get him some 18-wheelers so he can really start covering some ground. Like my uncle, my uncle and his Amazon, been, he's been doing it for two years. Ever since the beer flu came out, his business has been booming because all people do is buy off of Amazon. And, and the relationship my uncle has with Amazon, he has a solid relationship. Like my uncle is like, I put it like this. My uncle, my, my father's youngest brother, my uncle, I used to live with this dude some years ago back in the day, but the relationship he has with Amazon is on some A plus stuff, B. Like he can go to Amazon and basically tell them what he wants to do. Amazon to cut him a check and let him do it and, and all kind of crap. Like he got that kind of pull at Amazon because he's just bringing in the dough. They let Amazon lets him get away with all kind of crap because he got his business hopping and popping, moving them packages. But and I, I don't know how much he's making, but I guarantee his Amazon business is probably doing well over two, three million dollars a year. What his profits are, I guarantee his profits are more than 400 grand a year. Guaranteed. So he's going to fall into this category. Now, I don't know how he voted, but I, I, I want to say that he's, a, he, he's leaning towards the right. As long as I've known him, 
and we've had our numerous grown man conversations. I want to say my uncle is leaning more towards the right. <laughs> I want to believe it, but this would, but this would affect somebody like my uncle. You know what I'm saying? Like my uncle, he wants, like I said, he wants to start go out there and get him some 18 wheelers. And guess what? Guess what that means? He ain't finna drive them things. He's finna hire somebody to drive them things from these Amazon distribution centers so he can cover more ground where he's trying to expand out of the city he's currently living in. Like, that, like I mean, I'm trying to be honest. My uncle is like the man out in these streets when it comes to this Amazon stuff in the state of Florida. He's probably one of the top, if not the top, Amazon delivery dude in the state of Florida. Like, that's, that's just how thorough he is. I, I don't know how he, he managed to do it in two years. Don't ask me how, but whatever. But this is going to affect somebody like my uncle. You know what I'm saying? You want to increase the tax rates. But let's just say they do that. And then my uncle got to go out there and hire some people. You think my uncle's going to be inclined to pay some, some pay, pay Jerome $15, $20 an hour? Well, he can just go out here and get him one of these, these, these uh, 500,000 Indians and pay them like 10 $15. Like my uncle would be a fool. To go out there and be like, I'm, I'm going to keep it all bliggity black and hire some brothers and pay them $15, $20 an hour to drive around delivering Amazon packages. When he got an influx of 500,000 people, or maybe even some illegals, who would do it for way cheap. And my uncle would be a fool to hire black people if this, if this goes down like this. But this is who black people voted for. This is who black people voted for. Be all because you let these pasty liberals dog walk you for four years, getting you all in your fields every time you saw something happen with some cops or something Trump said, and just totally ignored the fine print coming from this dude and Kamala. And y'all, and a lot, and unfortunately, a lot of y'all just don't see nothing wrong with it. You got all these, look. look Black AKAs dancing in street. Remember how we got all these highly educated black women's, right? Hold on, let me find it. Remember, black women's is so, so highly educated. I got to get on, y'all. I got to get on the black women's. See if I can find one of them videos. I got to get on, y'all. But there were some videos of some black women's. Uh, black women sorority celebrating Kamala Harris. Here we go. Maybe this is it. All right, here we go. The AKAs. Alpha Kappa Alpha, same sorority Kamala Harris is in. These are all the highly educated women's out there. They out here when when uh it was when they when they said Joe Biden won the election, even though it hasn't been official yet, but the media called it. They out here stepping in the middle of the street, putting on step shows, y'all. Like like they back in college. All because you got uh women's of color in office. Not a black women's, because in case you guys don't know, 
Kamala was sworn into Senate. Senator Harris was sworn into office as the first Indian American woman. She ain't become black till she started till she decided to run for president. That's when she became black. We already went over this. Joining a, a traditional black sorority doesn't make you black. Because in case you guys missed it, Becky is in these sororities as well. You want to see proof? White, aka white members in aka sorority. Let's see. Let's let's find a right here. Here we go. Look at that. Either either that's a, a white women's or that's a super light skinned black woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hopefully my internet connection ain't acting janky, but if it is, ain't nothing I can do about it. But uh, you know, that's kind of where we at though. So we out here, we out here doing the two y'all, well, y'all, not we. Y'all out here doing the two-step because you got a women's a color who shares your sorority that they believe is going to win, but you ain't read the fine print. You ain't read the fine print. Because it ain't like they finna, they ain't, they ain't bringing over 500,000 Negroes from Nigeria, Angola, South Africa, the Congo, <laughs> Ghana, Kenya, Uganda. Nah, they bringing over all her cousins, B. All her cousins. Her whole extended family finna come over here and get them jobs, baby. They coming for them, them high-skilled jobs. You know, jobs that people like me work in. And then look, it's only like, listen, and when it comes to STEM... It's only like 7% black people in STEM to begin with. It ain't even that many of us in there. I'm talking about across the board. Don't matter if you're in the medical field, IT, tech, uh, or engineering, math, whatever. It's only like 7% black people in there anyway. If you work in tech and you see another black person, you'd be like, oh, snap. I found one. <laughs> Y'all, y'all give each other the nod, cause you know that's probably the only time you're gonna see each other. When y'all, you know, you know what I mean. Now, come on, now it's just gonna get flooded with even more people, and don't think it's just gonna stop at five hundred thousand, y'all. That's just the start. This thing might creep up to a million by the time it's all said and done. But this is who y'all voted for, man. That's why y'all got to stop thinking with these, these emotions. You got you to gotta vote like you got a brain in your head, like you actually know how to read the English language. You know, Negroes love to say, do your research. How many of you Negroes went and researched this before you cast your vote? How many of y'all read this, knew about this? Now, does this mean that it's all doom and gloom? You can't get it popping? No. You can still go out there and get it popping. We're in America. We're in America. There's opportunities to go get it popping. The problem is you might have to be a little bit more creative. You might have to work your brain a little bit more harder to figure out how exactly to get it popping. Because Trump was trying to make it easy. Trump was, Trump was putting that wall up so he can try to prevent 
this 11 million number from turning into 20 million. <laughs> he was trying to put that wall up. He was pulling back on these visas, these H-1B-1s and these H-1B visas so that you can go out there and get a job. Excuse me. You can go out there and get a job and um, you can go out there and get a job that, that that's paying at the standard rate that is expected as it directly relates to your education experience and all that crap. Trump was trying to do all that. But y'all couldn't see it. Y'all was y'all y'all literally look like I said. These pasty white liberals have been walk have been dog walking y'all for four years, and they put them little they put them little cones around y'all neck. Y'all know the little cones that dogs be wearing. Pasty pasty liberals. Look, pasty liberals had you Negroes walking around like this right here for four years. With these little cones around your neck to where you couldn't see nothing. You couldn't see, you couldn't see out to the left, to the right, up or down. All you could do was just look forward. And they were purposely dog walking you in the direction of orange man bad, orange man racist. Up, oh, there go another cop. Another cop did something to a black person. That's how black people been walking around for four years. Put your little blinder, your little horse blinders on and everything. <laughs> Trump out here was trying to actually prevent a lot of this from happening. It ain't because Trump despises these people. Trump is a nationalist. It's a reason his and make America great again. Now, we all, when he first came out with the slogan, we were all told, oh, that's just that's just code for racism and white spirit. No, it literally meant what it said, y'all. It literally meant what it said. Black people decided that it meant something racist. No, you don't know Trump. Trump, when he, when he came out with this make America great again slogan, it's because he's trying to put you Negroes to work or Americans to work. Stop exporting, ex exporting all these jobs. Stop sending all these jobs overseas. Stop bringing in all these people to work these jobs an American can do for, for cheaper price. Like, like, stop this crap. We need to be putting our, our citizens first. And what's wrong with that? Every other country does it as it's supposed to be. You go over to China, you shouldn't be going to China or Japan thinking that you finna get the best treatment in terms of them looking out for you above their own people. That's insane. You're supposed to look out for your own people first. Take care, take care of the crib first, man. Like, just imagine you got a house and you got your little babies in the house whining and crying, looking for food. You go to the grocery store, buy some food. Before you even feed your own kids, you're inviting all the random Negroes from the block to come into the house and eat up all the food. But your babies, your little toddlers are sitting around here like, wait a second, we live here. You're our parent. Why are you feeding the entire community before you feed us? Feed us first. Let us get our meal out the way. And then whatever's left over, feed everybody else if you want. 
That is literally what Trump was trying to do. He was trying to feed us first and then feed everybody else. Democrats, they want to feed the entire block and forget that they got cheerings up in here that need to be fed first. And y'all voted for this. You voted for this because you allowed these pasty liberals to dog walk you for four years. All they had to do was just come around here and say, white people are racist, cops is racist, and you 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 went into a you went to a, a trance, like like uh like what do you, what do you call that? Uh what do you call that guy when they they, they say something in his ear and he turns into uh uh, what's that guy called? Something. Um, what do you call that? I think they made a couple movies about this. Uh, I can't think of it. I can't think of the word. It's like it's like a signal goes off, and then this guy goes from a regular person to like a stone cold killer. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But anyways, it was it was on some crap like that. Not not Pavla. Uh, nah, there, there's an actual word for it. Uh, Manchurian Candidate. You're like some, on some Manchurian candidate type of crap. White people come around election season. Just start whispering white supremacy. Trump bad. He racist. You go into straight Manchurian candidate mode. Where you get down on all fours, put your little leash on, put your cone on, and now you're out there barking and screaming, doing the bidding of, of the pasty liberals. But you don't even see it. You don't even see it. You don't. You, it's like you just refuse to just acknowledge all the problems going on. Like you have somebody like Candace Owens come around and spit all these facts about how horrible the black community is in terms of education, where kids be graduating high school can barely read at a third or fourth grade level. And you're stuck in these crappy schools that get horrible, horrible uh, resources. Trump over here trying to give you Negroes school choice vouchers. Do you understand the significance of school choice? Let me tell you, Negro, something. School choice is damn near the greatest thing next to getting reparations, y'all. The ability to send your child to whatever school you want to send your child to that's paid for through a voucher it's probably the greatest thing next to reparations. Why? Because now you get the opportunity to pick and have control over how your child gets educated and who is educating them and what type of resources will be afforded that child to help in their education so that your child can hopefully grow up and become competitive in this society to where they can read at their proper grade level or above, they can understand what the hell's going on and all that other crap. And hopefully you can break the cycle. You know what I'm saying? School choice. Because I guarantee Negroes, for the next four years, Negroes is going to be crying about these schools, y'all. Man, we need some money. 
man, the, the black schools don't get no money like the white schools. Well, Trump was like about to hand out vouchers saying, all right, go to whatever school you want to go to. Here's a voucher. We'll pay for it. Go to whatever school you want to go to. They got, if they got an opening, you can get in or whatever, however the process works, go to whatever school you want to go. So you ain't got to worry about something like, remember, remember what, what was it? Black woman gets arrested for sending her kid to school. Where's that story at? Uh, for sending her kid to school outside of her district. Was this her? Here we go. Remember her? Remember Tanya? Tanya, um, Tanya McDowell from this back in 2012. Who remember this story? This is when Obama was president, y'all. Homeless mother who sent six-year-old son to better school in the wrong town gets jailed for five years. Who remember this story? There was a couple other ones that came out, but who remember this? Now, they gave her 12 years because she was selling drugs and some other things. But one of the things was, wait, hold up. Oh, combined, whatever. One of the things was she got sentenced out of them 12 years. Five of them were because she wanted to send her child to a better school. She ain't the only one. There have been other stories like this. Can you imagine getting arrested because you want your child to get a better education? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine being arrested because you want your child to get a better education? But the way this, the way these things are set up, depending upon where you live, you have to send your child to a certain school just because you live over here. A voucher will allow for you to be like, hey, I want my child to go over here. <laughs> that happened under Obama. That was under Obama, y'all. There was another woman. Was this her? I don't know if that was her. Hold on. When I, is that the same woman? I think that's the same woman. It's the same. There was another woman. I can't remember what her name was, but she ain't the only one that happened to. There was another woman that, that dealt with a similar. Wait, is this a different woman? Who's this? Let's see who this is. This is from 2019. Look at this. Mother sentenced to jail for enrolling child in different district. So remember when the whole college scandal thing was going on with these celebrities that white chick from uh, Full House was over here making up stuff to get her daughter into UCLA. This was going on around that same time. They was putting this black woman in jail because she wanted her child to go to a school in a different district. Remember that? Remember that? Who remember that? I remember that. Let's see, where does she live at? She lived in Akron, Ohio. I wonder if that's uh no wait, hold up. 
It says, la, 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 la. she wanted her daughters to go to a better school district than Akron. Who from, who's the most famous person from Akron, Ohio, y'all? Who's the most famous person from Akron? LeBron James, in case you were wondering. is probably the most famous person from Akron, Ohio. LeBron James came up in the rough areas. And they sent LeBron James to a private Catholic high school surrounded by nothing but pasty liberals to keep him in a bubble to ensure that he goes to the league. Because LeBron James had went to one of them hood high schools. That joker might, he, I don't know what would have happened to him. They probably would have tried to physically assault him because of jealousy. You hear about basketball players in high school getting shot all the time. And go to go to my man Akatune Nation. He be doing stories about this. I, I'm talking about recently. There was a story I did a couple of days ago. Some high some, some 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 high school kids playing ball at the park, and one of them is like really good. I guess somebody on that park had beef with with another dude. This other dude come up and just start busting shots, shot like eight people, something like that. And I think he hit one of the basketball players and killed him. Guess what? When LeBron was coming up and they saw how good at basketball he was at like the age 12, they did everything in their power to get him away from the hood so that he ain't got to worry about them problems. And now we see how that paid off. He's in, he's in the NBA doing this thing for the last 15, 16 years. Meanwhile, you want your child to go to a better school because you don't like the way you don't, you don't like the way how these, these democratic cities are being led or, or just funding in general is, is an issue. And they're threatening to put you in jail. Trump was trying to give you clowns school vouchers. So you can go to any school you want to go to. The heck is this? That's what Trump was trying to do. But y'all out here, y'all out here ski win, ski wee. All because Kamala in the same sorority as you. <laughs> Top cop Kamala, you mess around and your child skipped school in her state when she was the attorney general, she would be locking your ass up or trying to put you in jail, B. When she was the attorney general, she was threatening to put parents in jail if they kids were skipping school. At a certain point, when you got a teenage child, it's hard to control. If you ain't got them kids under control when they in elementary school and that kid decides, I'm going to go skip school in their high school years or even younger, it's a little hard to control your kid. She was, she was content with locking y'all up over that crap. But you out here ski win. let your child mess around and skip school. Kamala going to throw them iron bracelets on you. <laughs> let your child skip school you out here strutting Kamala will put them iron braces on your ass in a heartbeat you know what I'm saying but y'all don't read the fine print y'all don't read the fine print You know, you ain't got to read the fine print. You ain't got to read it. 
They're going to read the fine print for you. <laughs> They're going to read the fine print for you. You ain't got to read it. They're going to read it for you. Well, this is what y'all voted for, man. Y'all voted for somebody that wants to lock the economy down and then bring in hundreds of thousands of people to flood the job market and then bring in or allow to stay millions of undocumented people who shouldn't even be here to go out there and get jobs without fear of being raided, rounded up at the workplace. You know, jobs you could potentially be doing. This is what y'all voted for. This is why some of y'all are insane. This is why people like me say, hey, the community ties through. Hold up, Nene says something. Uh, well, let, me, let, me, let me hand out some. But Stephanie gets a wrench. I don't know why I didn't give her a wrench yet. Hold on, make her. There you go. But Stephanie is a moderator now. Puts her name. Somebody else I was supposed to give a, a wrench to. I can't remember who it was. I can't remember who it was. We'll figure it out later. She sent in shout out to Stephanie with the super sticker. Appreciate that. Nene says something's starting. What's starting? He says, gee, they already starting the lockdown. Hold up. Where Nene go? Y'all put some respect on Nene's name out in these streets. Nene is, is the greatest YouTuber that doesn't YouTube on YouTube. <laughs> she says, gee, they are already starting the lockdown. California uh, state is locked down. Oregon County based. Oh, wow. There it is. There it is, y'all. They starting the lockdown. What y'all going to do? What y'all going to do? What are y'all going to do? Hold on. Let's look it up. Nene say look it up. Y'all listen to the guy listen to Nene. California, Oregon lockdown. Let's see what they are here talking about. Uh, hey, hold up. What do you say? Hold on. Oh, Oregon County. Let's, let's hold up. It's Veterans Day, y'all. Y'all know I'm a vet. They give us they give us free food today on these days. So I'm supposed to be out there around getting all my free food. Uh, all right, let's find Cali. Hold up, I'm I'm, I'm looking California lockdown. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Governor Newsom, as the beer flu, beer flu uh, numbers go up, counties will face greater restrictions. So Cali done reported like 7,200 cases yesterday, another 5,800 today. 
counties are moving back into more restrictive tiers. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. They finna, they finna put the clamps on y'all. Well, hold up. You talking about New York is what? Well, you know, here's the thing about this vaccine. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna. Everybody's gonna get the vaccine. Y'all, my everybody, might as well be prepared for it. If you don't get the vaccine, you're gonna be locked out of stuff. Because I mean, you already got to get your kid. If your kids go to public school, they already got to be. They already have to be vaccinated. They gotta have their little shots, or else in some places they won't even let your kids go. And that's understandable to a certain extent because you don't want to. You know, kid who ain't never got the chicken pox shot to be coming around spreading the chicken pox. Is that even still a thing? I had the chicken pox when I was a kid. I don't think I've ever seen a kid or heard about a kid in the last 20, 25 years who's gotten the chicken pox. Like, is that still a thing going on? When I was in the military, they used to make us get vaccines all the time. Before I went overseas, I think I got the anthrax shot. <laughs> I can't I can't remember. They used to just bang needles into my arms. I was like, all right, whatever. Now, nothing ever happened to me that I, you know, unless it's going to have some effects later on in life. But vaccines are, are, I mean, that's just the reality. I don't, I mean, you're going to have to accept that. You're going to probably have to get this vaccine. Shout out to Don. He says, all Biden COVID advisory board live in Boston. Oh, really? Yeah, a mandatory vaccine. I mean, look, I, yeah, I agree, Gold Eagle. Something that's ninety nine percent recover uh, has a recovery rate. Yeah, I'm that. That's that's the issue I have with the vaccine, <laughs> or, or with with the mandatory vaccine. This this thing is proven based off of the numbers. You have like a 99 percent chance of surviving it. So. But I'm just telling you, the way it's going to go, I think they're going to make this thing mandatory. And if you don't get it, you're going to be uh, restricted in some aspects of your life. Meaning all you guys who are out there, the, you know, the, 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 the passport gang, y'all might have issues flying about the country or, or getting into other countries. I guarantee you, it's probably going to be countries who are going to demand to see you got some type of paperwork saying you got a vaccination shot. You want to go on a cruise ship, you know, they go dock in Jamaica somewhere. You probably won't be able to get off that boat unless you can prove you got a vaccine shot. Or you might not even be able to get on the boat. Like, I kind of foresee this stuff coming down the pipe. Yep, you might not be able to get a stimulus check or a refund check. I mean, I just think this vaccine is going to be, if, if, if it comes out, they're probably going to, they're going to use it to, uh, you know, kind of lock you out of certain things, man. I mean, that's that's a possibility. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. But like I said, it still has a 98%. You have a 98% chance of surviving this thing. So I don't know why they would be so concerned about trying to make mandatory vaccine vaccinations. It's, I don't know, man. I mean, we're all just... We're all just talking doomsday scenarios around here. What's up, DA? But, um, you know, anything's possible. 
Anything's possible. Like I said, I can see the school thing being one. That's for real. Because like I said, if you don't get vaccines now, some schools won't even let you, your kids enroll in school. And then if you don't enroll your kids in school, guess what? They might arrest you. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, it's on some crap like that. So who, who knows where this thing can go? Who, who knows what you're dealing with when you're dealing with uh, Sleepy Joe, Creepy Joe over here and, and Kamala Harris and Looney Tune liberals? They, they, they are all over the place. You know what I mean? So these are just some things to think about. Hold up. Grand Ultimate Villain says he works in the jailhouse or the system. He says them cats don't get much of anything, let alone a vaccine. Okay. You might be right. I don't know. I don't know nothing about that jail life or that jail system, so I don't know. I just know that at least they're going to enforce you to wear masks on federal property. I went to the VA hospital yesterday before I even got the drive through the front gate. They had somebody had to go to the gate, drive up in the, in the truck, roll the window down. First thing dude was like, you got a mask? I was like, yeah. He's like, I need you to put it on right now. I'm like, damn, okay. I put the mask on. He's like, I need to check your temperature. So he aims a little temperature check thing in my ear. And he starts asking me 50,000 questions about have I been in contact, yada, yada, yada. Do I got this? I was like, no, no, no. I was like, all right, go through. I was like, damn. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, I don't know. It, it's, it's all type of possibilities. I, I would say just be prepared for the strong possibility that they're probably going to be like, hey, you're going to have to get this thing or else, you know, this ain't going to happen for you. You ain't going to get no passport or you ain't going to be able to leave the country or you're not going to be able to enter another country. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It might, they might be on some crap like that. That's what I, I, I believe that's possibly going to happen. You, if, if you try to travel to another country, they're probably going to screen you at customs. And if your stuff don't check out, they ain't even going to let you into the country. That's what I think is going to happen. But, you know, it's funny. We're talking about all these lockdowns. But how is the how is this lockdown going to work if they start letting people just flood across the border, the southern border? When, when uh, Anna Marie and Juan coming across the border, they're going to have people at the border checking temperatures. Like, how, how are they going to do this? Are they going to enforce these same policies on on the illegals? How is this going to work? Or is this just stuff that's going to be enforced upon those of us who have a right to be here because we are full-blown citizens, either by birth or by some other process of becoming a citizen. How's this going to work? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, this is just, just some weird stuff. But all in all, man, aside from all that crap, you got, you got, you got to deal with this right here. You got to deal with this right here. 500,000 Indians coming to get some of them, 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 them good paying jobs. 11 million undocumented immigrants get to get to stay here without fear of ice rounding them up and sending them back to their home country. 
This is what you gonna have to deal with, y'all. Ain't have, have they talked about anything with black? Has Kamala and Biden talked about anything with black people yet? Have they got on TV and said anything about black folks yet? Let's go. Let's go check out my man Ice Cube. See what he out here talking about on these Twitter streets. Let's see if Ice Cube gave us an update. What's going on as far as the administration reaching out to him? Let's see, Cube. Let's see what you out here talking about. All right, so the last thing Cube posted about all this was November 5th. He says, let me get this straight. I got the president of the United States to agree to put over half a trillion dollars of capital into the black community without an endorsement. And ninjas are mad at me. Have a nice life. After that, he posted something about Dave on SNL, which I think Dave Chappelle is just not funny. And I'm not saying that because he's a, a Looney Tune liberal. I just don't think he's funny anymore. Like, I don't know. He's just not funny to me. So Ice Cube ain't said nothing. because you. It, it, I'm saying this because if Kamala and Biden were serious, they, don't you think they would have reached out to Ice Cube, called him up, be like, all right, we on the verge of winning. Let's, let's have this sit down, Ice, and see what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, they ain't had that conversation yet. I, I highly doubt they did. So I wonder, like, like what are, what are all these... All these black folks dancing, 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 dancing. You've been dancing machine. All these people out here doing a doing their little strolls. Want to buy and come out? They ain't been talking about nothing related to black folks yet. I mean, they been talking about everything else. They ain't president yet. They been talking about everything else though. They been talking about immigration. Beer flu control, bringing the country together, this, that, and the third. They ain't mentioned nothing about Negroes yet. They they talking about bring they they talking about Indian Americans though, or Indians that want to be Americans. They ain't talking about y'all yet. Then what are we talking about? How come they ain't mention y'all yet? What are we talking about? Well, I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to understand some things. That's all. Kamala Harris's father, hold on, who said that? Truth hurts. Kamala Harris's father is from Jamaica. He ain't a black, he ain't a, he ain't a ADOS uh, black American like us. He's from Jamaica, man. Kamala spent part of her youth in Canada. Go look up her history. Her mother is like a doctor or something. She, she spent part of her younger years living in Canada. She ain't grow up like us. The stereotypical black people. Her father is a Jamaican dude of 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 whatever. Her mama's a full blown Indian. Kamala ain't become black till she decided to run for president. Other than that, she was an Indian American woman the entire time. Now she blended. I think this is her at Howard, so she kind of blended in a little bit. But after that, she went back to them Indian roots. <laughs> so 
she was, she was black out here. Was she in this picture? Let's see. I think she's in this picture somewhere. This is back in the 80s. I think I want to say this is her right here in the corner, if I'm not mistaken. Whatever. The question is, what's she finna do? Let's go right here. What's she finna do? What's she finna do for y'all? I mean, I mean, maybe she will do something. I don't know. I just want to know what it is. What it is, though. We'll see. But we know what we know what they finna do with this over here, though. Because y'all ain't read the fine print, baby. Fine print is not your friend. <laughs> fine print is not Negroes' friend. They don't be reading nothing. Main people out there talking about they be reading don't be reading nothing. Excuse me. I'm about to go eat. I'm hungry. Anyway, I just want to share that with y'all. You know what I'm saying? I just want to share that with y'all. Appreciate everybody put some money in here. But look, the solution is, the solution moving forward, you got to stop. You got to come up off this. Hold up. Who said this? RP to y'all tech jobs. All right, this must be a low skill worker, John Doe. John Doe, RIP to all these low skill jobs you probably work that these 11 million undocumented immigrants are about to take. <laughs> I ain't gonna get me a tech. I ain't worried about losing my tech job, but you should be worried about losing your job flipping burgers. That's what you need to be worried about. That's what you need to be worried about. We'll see John Doe out on the corner coming up to our car with a water bottle and a squeegee trying to clean our windshields. You need to be worried about that job being taken away from you too, John Doe. Once uh, Pablo and them get over here. I mean, look, there's still going to be opportunity. Like I said, this ain't totally doom and gloom. Like, oh, Lord, Oh, Lord. Now, you're you just going to have to get a little bit more creative out in these streets. You got more competition coming is what I'm saying. You got you to gotta figure out how to, how to get creative out in these streets, man. You can start a tech business. You know how to fix iPhones? Go open up an iPhone business fixing iPhones. Everybody be dropping them things and breaking their screens. You can, you can open up a business doing that. You know what I mean? It's all kind of stuff you can do. You can start a business making YouTube videos. Because I know somebody asked me this. Is, is, is YouTube making videos your business? Well, technically, it actually is. You know, I do my tech channel, and then I got this channel. When I file my taxes, I file it as a business. What kind of business? When I do it on my taxes, I file it as an advertising business. Because, you know, they run ads on here. <laughs> like There's actually a... You know, listen, you, you, you can start a business doing anything, B. My YouTube channel, I have turned it into a legit business. Now, I'm not making tons and tons of money, but the little bit of money that I do make, I, it gets chalked up as a business. You can do the same thing. You just got to figure out a way to get creative out in these streets, man, because you got more competition coming. That's it. It should spark uh, entrepreneurial, get your little entrepreneurial juices flowing. And don't be scared of it. Embrace it. 
It might make you a better person in the long run. Well, yeah, Hawk, he says, well, Hawk, I actually got a, actually, actually got an LLC for my stuff. So I got an, actually a legit business. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I ain't balling. I ain't, I ain't making no money off of it. I mean, I make a little money. I just throw it and reinvest it into the business. However I see fit. But, you know, maybe one day it'll get there where I can just have it replace my full-time income. Who knows? But for now, I got my little business popping. So when it's time for me to file my taxes, I'm, I'm claiming all kinds of deductions. Just because. I got a little... I got a little website slash YouTube business. <laughs> you can do the same thing. If you, if you got a YouTube channel just running your mouth talking about some Negro nonsense, I, turn, I, mean, I go out there and get an LLC. Be like, you know, call it the uh, Hawk YouTube channel. And then when it's time to file your taxes, be like, I'm an advertising business because you're running ads on your channel. You know, assuming you get monetized or you're collecting cash apps or whatever. Oh, that would do. Why not? Everybody else doing it. You just gotta get creative. That's all. But now, and the current, the potential new administration doesn't seem to be in favor of uh, slowing down all these immigrant competitors. So you just got to work a little harder, get a little more creative. But this is America. You can do those things. It's a matter of do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? Or are you just going to sit around and just whine and cry and then wait for white folks to come around and start dog walking you again? <laughs> That's what I believe. I believe some of y'all are waiting for white people to come back around and, and put the leash on your neck and dog walk you for the next to the next general election. Because they, they run the same playbook every four years, man. Every four years, they come around you talking about everybody racist, black people being oppressed, racist, racist, racist. And you be looking at these people like, how come you ain't fixed nothing in four years? If you're telling us this, how come you ain't fixed this damn problem yet? Republicans, they racist, they racist. All right, well, fix it then, nigga. We keep voting for you, fix it. Give me some benefits while you at it. Given all these, you about you about to hook all these people up. Well, hook up though. We've been here since forever. Well, hook up at. Show us some love out in these streets. You know, man. Trump was trying to, but y'all got dog walked with your little doggy cones on and your horse blinders. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, y'all, I'm about to roll. Shout out to everybody to put some money in here. Y'all be safe out in these streets. And uh, with that, I'm about to go stuff my face. My stomach is growling. I'll holler at y'all later. Peace.